I'm still standing, better than I ever did, looking like a true survivor, feeling like a little kid. What the crap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is our podcast. We're doing music. Yeah. We're, We're gonna talk about killing dead things. I know Let how to rap. Pro music. <laughs> and music is over. Wow. What the crap was that? Anyways, <laughs> yeah, tell us about it. What's with the spoken yeah. word? That's, um, okay. <laughs> that is so, not what I thought you were doing. <laughs> I'm still standing. Excellent song. It's my zombie apocalypse song. Oh, boy. And that is what we will be discussing today. But first, mm-hmm. we're going to check in, see our random thoughts. Yes. Random thoughts. So. Like it. I'll start, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Earlier today, we were talking about the word shawty. <laughs> and we had to explain what shawty meant to Chris. And then we were explaining... Shawty got them apple bottom jeans, and Chris was like, "Those aren't real. Those aren't. No one knows what apple bottom jeans means." And Katie was like, "Yeah, we do." And he's like, "So what's it mean?" And she's like, "I guess we don't know what it means." And I, being the resident bad kid, um, do, <laughs> do know what apple bottom jeans means. You're the only one of us that doesn't swear. <laughs> Okay. Whoa, resident hey, bad whoa, kid. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you swear? Oh, okay. Sorry. Not often. I use it for comedic effect. But more than I. Thank you. Um, so, if you look at an apple, an apple is mostly round, and then it has this kind of bump. Okay, so let's, and I have some random thoughts as well. You guys asked what it meant, <laughs> that's what it means. I did not ask you what I it meant. I asked what it meant. But I didn't want to be here for the explanation. This is against my Apples mouth. look like butts. <laughs> There you go. Therefore, apple bottom jeans is a butt Ah. that looks like an apple. Right. Okay. See, I knew that. I totally also (laughs) got what that meant. Okay, I I have some random thoughts that are normal (laughs) thoughts for regular people. (laughs) Okay, so I have ordered a paddleboard. And it will be arriving at my house before this episode is released. (laughs) So by the time our lovely listeners are actually hearing this, I will be out on the lake getting my my paddleboard on. I'm very excited about it. Um, Also, I got a haircut. And this morning has been the first time the guys saw me after I got my haircut. And that was very funny for me. It looks really freaking good. Thank you. I look, for the viewers who don't actually see me in real life, which I assume is so, so many people, um, (laughs) I look kind of like the chick in The Prince and I, the like 2005 cheesy rom-com. So just look that up and then you will see my hairstyle. But that's that's my thoughts for the day. Just life updates from me. <laughs> Chris and I are on the same page. Oh no, neither. they're looking up. She does things have the same on the computer. Haircut. Doesn't she have the same haircut? That is accurate. I yeah. can't see that far. It's it, you're so freaking blind. It's yeah yeah yeah. That's see? yeah. Oh, yeah. what else is that girl in? She's in. She's things. in Jason Bourne. Oh, oh is she? She's oh. Great. She's the, yeah. Okay, you just got cooler. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. She's like the only good female character. Oh, cool. In the entire franchise. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris. Do you have any All random right. thoughts? I have some. I have a very deep pondering that I've been pondering Ooh. for about the last two hours. Oh, okay. Yesterday, I went mm-hmm. to City Market and I got a gallon of Arizona sweet tea because that is the <laughs> as he my often does. Drink. And normally, mm-hmm. I just drink it from the gallon. But mm-hmm. in the last two hours, it's occurred to me that after about five o'clock yesterday, I have no idea where the gallon of tea went. I had it, and then I didn't. And there's not really an in-between period of time. So for the last, like, two hours since this realization, I've been trying to catalog my thoughts and figure out where I misplaced a gallon of sweet tea. Because I didn't even drink it all. I had it for, like, 45 minutes. And Which you can, you can polish off a tea in that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I drink, I drink it by the gallon, which is not healthy, but we can address my poor drinking and eating habits another time. But, like, I bought it. 45 minutes later, I didn't have it. And it was, like, maybe a quarter gone. So somewhere in my, like, usual path, there is three-fourths of a gallon of sweet tea. And I'm just really perplexed as to how it's gone. As long as you always take the same path, you'll find it again. Well, that's, that's my thinking. That's I'm just how I'm going to find it today. Your sweet tea going on an adventure, kind of like the acorn in Ice Age 3, <laughs> where it's like, alone again. Yes. And the acorn is just like making its way through the world. That's how I imagine your sweet tea is right now. It's probably not too different from that. Yeah. It's like, Chris is I've been <laughs> like. Terrible, sad Italian. Oh no, Mati is a missing. I don't know. I I like. I thought for a second I might have put it on the top of the car, but then I would have found it on the road, like when I went back to look for it. But it's just gone. You went back to look for your tea. Well, on the yeah. Road. I'm not just gonna litter. What do I look like? Some sort of heathen? I'm. I need my. Hey, don't answer that though. But I'm like. I, wow. I paid for that tea, and it's gone. So that's really so, what's occupying my mind oh, wow. so far today. The podcasters are really getting a look into how we all operate. Yeah. <laughs> right. Kayak, apple it's bottom jeans. Thank you. You guys ask. Have you seen my sweet tea? He asked. I asked. I haven't you seen your sweet tea. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Fantastic segue. Well, there we go. Dead. Speaking of something we weren't talking about. Human, hey, that's my segue. Humans are obsessed with this idea of living after death, mostly because humans die, and we're really not a fan of that part. Um, so a lot of cultures have ideas of life after death. In Russia, I believe they have the Draugr. In the Norse myths, they have the Revenants. In, even in Christianity, the entire point is eternal life after death, right? If we ever get our friend Zach on here, he'll probably talk about 1 Corinthians 15. Um, but there's this whole idea of life after death. 
And the most notorious of these, or some version of life, is zombies, right? The Walking Dead. The Undead. Copyright. Copyright. Walking Dead is a term I don't think is copyright. It could be. I don't know. It isn't. Um, Fun fact about (laughs) the word zombie. Marvel actually tried to copyright the word zombie. They're idiots. Back in like the 60s or 70s because they had a character named Zombie and I don't think anyone else was any really doing anything with the word. So they gave it a try. It didn't work, but they gave it a try. Um, so there are a lot of different medias with zombies nowadays. So this <laughs> podcast is about how to survive the zombie apocalypse. This episode. This episode. This <laughs> podcast. No, it's my show now. <laughs> I can't tell. Um, no, no, But this episode of the podcast is how to survive the zombie apocalypse. For this, I'm going to be working with the Walking Dead assumption of zombies. A lot of people will ask, oh, what about World War Z zombies? If World War Z zombies show up, we're dead. That's the entire point. I disagree. Like, okay. But... World War Z zombies, humans have this thing where we actually have incredible physical strength, but our mind blocks us from using it except in emergency situations. You always hear the stories of mothers lifting cars off their babies. All humans can do that, but it absolutely destroys our muscles. So our brains are like, hey, don't do that because, you know, we want to walk tomorrow right. and the next day and for the next 30 years. Um, but the problem is in World War Z, they don't have that. So they're just so much stronger and faster than us and the only way to kill them is if you instantly kill them like if you miss a little bit if you shoot them in the heart it doesn't matter they'll kill you but you know the story of an orangutan where like you shoot an orangutan and it kills you before it realizes it's dead what it's like that no one knows that story i think we should also give a brief for people who don't know the different categories of zombies yes world war z zombies are like they don't shamble. Like, they run full speed and, like, sprint and jump and yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. They're humans without the mental inhibitions to physicality. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm when so the mothers lift cars, so these zombies can also just lift cars. But for mm-hmm. any reason, like, if there's a meal in the car, they just kind of flip it over. But, hold on. So, by that same logic, their brains don't have the, like, the, like governor if you will like if you're using like a car term it doesn't have the governor to stop you from using your full strength is that a car term? it is it, i've only heard that as a political term no a governor is something that like caps your emissions coming out of a vehicle yeah it's for pollution stuff so mm-hmm. it puts like a, a cap on it so you can't exceed a certain amount so mm-hmm. since our brains as living humans puts a quote-unquote governor on our strength but the zombies don't then they would use their strength tearing their limbs and then they wouldn't be able to do anything after the adrenaline dies down yes but while the adrenaline is up and going do they even have adrenaline these are questions we can't answer (laughs) the world war z zombies do the world may never know anyways we're not talking about those zombies we're talking about the zombies more classically viewed from The Walking Dead are probably one of the greatest classical examples of zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about those zombies a little bit. So yeah, for those who don't know, The Walking Dead zombies are shambling, rotting away corpses. They mm-hmm. are really just out for a meal. They eat brains. They eat people too. They eat, like flesh. Yeah, they really like the um, 
intestinal organs. Yeah, classically. big fan of intestines. <laughs> yeah. um, and they it takes like a it takes like a couple days for someone to change. Like once they've yeah. been scratched or bit, like they go through this whole like mm-hmm. they have a fever and they're like getting hallucinations, and it takes a while for them to actually die and then turn. Yeah. World War Z zombies, you turn in like twelve seconds. Yeah. Yeah, which is also and that's and that's the other reason we couldn't beat them is because like we're holding the line and say we're doing really darn well and then one guy gets scratched the whole line is just done it's over, right? But the all it takes is yeah. I think it is also significant to note that the Walking Dead is not or the show The Walking Dead is not the first example in media of that kind of zombie. Like no, the classic movie like Night of the Living Dead. That's basically mm-hmm. what those were as well. Yeah. So, but The Walking Dead has done so much diving into what the actual survival of an apocalypse would look like. I think it's mm-hmm. our best resource for analyzing yeah. what we could do better. And it's mm-hmm. one of the most popular medias with that style of zombie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the Characters in the show. Now, I won't be talking about the actors or the writers, because I'm just not going to get into that. We'll probably be talking about the actors and the characters, which ones we like and dislike more, um, because these guys have some specific thoughts on that. Freaking Lori. <laughs> She's trash. Yeah. She's... Let's not say any spoilers, though. A spoil it. She's trash. She's <laughs> awful. I hate her. Okay. You, the show's been out for like 15 years now. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Lori sucks, good. Don't watch that part of the show. Skip that part of the show. It's pretty good at points, but really, so we could have okay. a whole episode yeah. just tearing her apart. So. And, I, and I'm sure we'll I do that we at should. some point. But um, now I lost my... Okay, so the characters in that, though, unfortunately, are idiots. All of them. Every single one of them. Everyone we come across is an idiot. Daryl? Even Daryl. What? Daryl holds his crossbow above his freaking bicep, Chris. We're not he talking about no actors. Of... Okay, okay, yeah. That's an actor thing. That's an actor. That's that another episode. A that's a whole... That's Sorry, another episode. But, um... No. So, all of the characters in the show... Are idiots. Daryl is the closest to not being an idiot. I will say that for him. But really, they don't know what they're talking about. So, one of the things of Walking Dead Zombies is that they're attracted to sound. Which makes sense. And so to combat this, there are a plethora of weapons that are relatively soundless. Now, wisely, in The Walking Dead, they use guns Notoriously one of the louder weapons. Um, Daryl uses a crossbow, starting to show why he's superior. And then Michonne uses a sword, which is really how I think things should be done with melee weapons. And we'll get into that. Michonne's kind of an idiot because she does a lot of unnecessary cool-looking sword moves. Because it's a show and they're like, oh, this looks cool. And I'm like, you could have just like stabbed four zombies in the time that it took you to stab one. But that's fine. Um, so, melee weapons are where it's at. A lot of people think guns are where to go. The problem with guns is that guns have ammo. And eventually you will run out. There's really no way around that. If you just use them willy-nilly on the hordes of zombies, you're going to run out of ammo. 
And there are some people who can make ammo from absolute scratch, like natural materials. And if you're one of those people, kudos. You don't have to listen to my whole thing about this. But for the rest of us, um, you will run out of ammo. Guns in the zombie apocalypse are not for dealing with zombies. Guns in the zombie apocalypse are for dealing with people. So, bows and arrows, crossbows, that's another one that comes up. It has that extra range. Its ammo is a lot easier to make, but it still has that requirement of ammo. To make effective arrows or bolts, you have to spend quite a bit of time putting them together. And it's also something that takes a lot of skill. Which brings us to melee weapons. First off, melee weapons don't really jam. Right? Everyone's talking about like, oh, my gun jammed. Oh no, I'm a zombie. I've used a sledgehammer for a while, breaking stuff. Like, you've just been doing construction at the church. It has not jammed yet. But the body jams. Body jams. You break a handle, then your entire tool is done. If you swing it wrong, okay. you're but done. Here's or the thing. weapon gets stuck in zombie's thick skull, can't pull it out. So, hear no me weapon. out. Okay. Several weapons. A. Just <laughs> okay. carry several weapons on you. Um, B, if, if the ha head breaks off a hammer, you can still just use the handle of a hammer. Um, Not C, as effectively, but melee sure. weapons are a lot easier to make, I would say. Not like, so like, I'm a big fan of swords. Swords are pretty hard to make. I don't see myself making swords in the zombie apocalypse. But clubs? I could probably make a club. Like the tomahawk style things, right? Where it's just the rock in the stick. I can make one of those. And so, they last a lot longer. And they're a lot easier to make. The other thing is, with walking dead zombies, they're not that fast. Or really that strong. Really that or really that competent. All they have is strength and numbers. Or really that quiet. So like, if you ever... So... Real quick, we're gonna come back to that. This is how my mind works, is it's just this, like, bouncing around, and all of the paths eventually lead to the same place. But it just takes us a minute. Um. So. I've realized the zombie apocalypse. Do you ever have, like, a comfort place? Like, I daydream a lot. So there's just, like, certain thought processes that bring me comfort. And I've come to realize the zombie apocalypse is that place in my mind. So wait, you find comfort in the apocalypse? <laughs> I just slide into the zombie apocalypse, and it's... Do you enjoy the comfort? Or the comfort mindset of, like, planning out your survival of the zombie apocalypse? Or do you find comfort in just picturing thousands of people being eaten alive? Because if it's the latter... I think it's, we it's need to fighting. turn off the podcast and talk about some other things. It's fighting the zombies. See, okay. I'm a big fan of, like, medieval weaponry and, like, heroes and knights and all that. Mm -hmm. And a zombie apocalypse, for a guy like me, who has enough weapons training to get by, like, my friend and I used to spar with, like, the foam swords. I did pretty well. Is, is the dream. And the reason is, it is a... 
horde, mindless horde that like there's no unless you know one of the zombies personally who they were in life, there's no emotional backlash of killing them, right? Like you look at D&D &D fantasy stuff and you're like goblins and orcs, but they still have tribes. Like the zombie horde, they don't have emotions, they don't have a mental state. Their thoughts are hungry. And that's it. I feel like you can be sad about that, though. You could, you could be sad about it. I would still be emotional. Even if I didn't know the person that it used to be. Which, even if I did, I wouldn't recognize them because of facial blindness. Right. Yeah. But. But. So that's why. That's really why they become my. Like, it's, it's become a comfort spot. It's because it's just that. It's just fighting. It's the war, but the people who I'm going to war with aren't people anymore, right? And that brings up an interesting mm -hmm. dilemma. Oh, yes. The dilemma that's been debated since the dawn of zombiehood. <laughs> like, at what point, Mr. Zombie Survivalist, at mm -hmm. what point do you stop trying to find a way to cure people and then they do become not people anymore? If I can get to a place where I can comfortably cure people, then yeah, I'll go for it. But I can tell you with confidence, I personally do not have the knowledge nor the resources to find a cure for zombieism. So, in the event that zombies are attacking... Right, but what if there's a chance that someone else could? Then you yeah. could... What if like there's a the way to, like, dead When they go to the them. CDC, or, like, something to that effect. Yeah, and when they find him, they do what they can't. I mean, I well, assume they would have done what they yeah. could to Yeah, no, that's what I'm it. saying. Like, they didn't have the resources, but they found someone who did. So, like... That was... Rick's yeah. first thought is we need to cure this. Is there not any hope of like trapping them until there is a cure or And there's the what's his face? Well not sure. say the name. There's because... that guy who does that thing in that place that right. they were at. Right. Yeah. And there's a few actually. <laughs> yeah. Notoriously, if you guys watch the show, that goes really, really poorly. Because it's a scripted show made to last several years. And because seasons. there's a certain character who is Completely so, off his rocker, but we want we want but, our version to be as few seasons as possible. <laughs> right. I but, think there is a chance. I think that that chance should not be relied on okay. at all. Right. There's a chance every war that happens that like while the war is going on, peace talks will happen and. A ceasefire will be reached. No soldier that I know relies on that. But would the soldier not make every effort to see that that would happen? They would. But in the event that they're still in war, in the event that they're sitting in the trench, they're not like, boy, oh boy. I probably shouldn't fire back at the people advancing on me because maybe they've reached a peace treaty. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Okay. Well, let's talk about, because um, I know Becca has thought about this. Where do you go? Yeah, what's Where our, do in you the zombie go? Apocalypse? What's, our, what's our bug out plan? Boss? Yeah, we have, so, we have a plan that so Beckett has. I'm going to make my plan before I talk about what Chris brought up last night when we were talking about this. Um, so, pre that, there are a couple places 
that I think are excellent. So one, the mountains. Which mountains? Any mountains close to you. Good to know. I can say the mountains that we're close to, but that would... Yeah. If you guys want me to. So like we're we're not that far away from the Rocky Mountains. The Rocky Mountains. We're in Colorado. Rocky Mountains go are very long way. Long, so. yeah, there's a right. lot of Rocky Mountain to be on. Yeah. So yeah, Rocky Mountains are quite nice. Um, they're pretty, especially in like canyon. Well, mountains next to canyons. There's places in town that are short or near town that are short, easy hikes that end up in this essentially walled-in area with slot canyons by it. That'd be excellent. What I'd like to do is, Chris, ready for me to divulge information about you? Uh, go for it. Chris here has a, well, he doesn't have a pilot's license, but he's flown a plane, <laughs> which is better than a lot of people I know. Oh, I'm closer to having this a pilot's license plan? than you. I yes, feel like Chris absolutely. would so, die like if, saving a child before we could even get away. I died trying to get my freaking sweet tea back. <laughs> be like city market stuff, but Arizona tea. <laughs> like, Ariz do you know the half life of a gallon of Arizona sweet tea? Actually, I do because Infinite I had one in my car for a year. That, that is true, but the sweet tea is even faker. So, like, you know, I'm gonna die in a city market just trying to hoard tea. But continue back. <laughs> so, as I said, um, guns are not used for zombies. Guns are used for people. Which and is, for my tea. Which is part of, like, The Walking Dead. There's all these different groups, and they often fight because they're like, oh, you're not us, you're them, and then all that. But um, guns are really just actually used by Chris sitting there with, like, <laughs> the team mentioned yesterday where a belt-fed 12-gauge... That's not a thing, line. but I'm you sure it could back be. up from my tea, or I will burn this place to the ground, sounds the tea section. We're going to keep that alive forever. Anyway. But, um... <laughs> where are we flying? Yeah, where are we flying? We are to? flying... So there's a couple options. NORAD in Colorado is... <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to open their gates. No. But Wait, what's NORAD? If you can get in. NORAD is this huge NORAD. military complex. Oh. Like so, Duke Silo. It's the closest thing, one of the closest modern things we have to a Dwarven stronghold because it's just in the mountain. There's so, a door in the mountain, yeah. and that's it. In the event that in. DC is no longer safe for the president or other government officials, they get evacuated to NORAD, which is a military fortress underneath... A mountain in Colorado it's like nearly the center of the United States and it goes supposedly miles underground um, yeah. with like decades of supplies and military personnel there at any given time so it is like as like Beckett said it's as close to like a fantasy fortress as exists in yeah. the current world if you okay. ever watched, like, Stargate was a popular show for a while, my mom and I watched Stargate Atlantis, that's all done in NORAD. Like, the Earth base is based in NORAD because they're like, we can hide alien stuff because Area 51 is all above ground, and that's a problem. If I have alien stuff, the only way they're going to get in is if they either walk in through the front door or carry, like, years' worth of mining supplies on them at all times. Yeah. 
And who doesn't, really? And who, right. yeah. <laughs> the plan fails there because everyone I know constantly carries around years worth of mining supplies. Yeah, you're not getting into Norad as a point. Yeah, you're not getting it. Um, <laughs> along with that, though, other places to go. I assume Russia has an equivalent of Norad. I don't actually know that. Don't quote me on that, but... I never quote you. Surely... We could just fly to Russia. That that won't be hard. Surely... Yeah. No, I can do it. So, like, NORAD, I'm pretty sure used Russian to be a nuclear base. Would be whack. Right? Like, that was part of it? I don't know. I had a right. thought for a future episode, but Russian zombies, don't let me forget that. That is... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm not yeah. even... I, That's I, like a whole thing. Write it down. I'm dead I'm serious. I'm writing it down Sorry. right now. You can see me yes. pulling it up. So Continue. But I assume Russia has some equivalent of NORAD, and Russia's cold, which we'll talk about in a bit. But the other place is, there are several citadels throughout Europe, but the one I've been to, we took a trip to France, and it's called Citadel de Beach. Um, and it is B-I-T-C-H-E. Wow. You just said that live. Um, <laughs> we're not live. We're not live, but you know. <laughs> He's getting released at a later date. Um, <laughs> but um, this citadel is, I mean, a citadel is basically built into a hill and then built down underground. So, again, essentially it's a dwarven stronghold. <laughs> And this citadel specifically was a holding point in one of the French-German wars. There were like 8 billion. But um, when the Germans were attacking France, they would launch mortars at this citadel. And the mortars wouldn't break through the walls. And so when the rest of the French lost, the king sent orders to the citadel to tell them, we've surrendered walk out and surrender and that's the only reason the citadel got beat and when they left the germans applauded because they were like yeah we wouldn't have beaten you it's only because your king told you to surrender and so it's a great place in warfare in general but also no zombie is breaking through it has grassland on top so it can probably be used for farming there it has a huge well inside for siege and whatnot. And then it has one way in, which is this about a little bit bigger than a wagon, so you could bring supplies in, path that goes up and then comes to a gate. And so anything other than that, you're looking at huge walls that are like six feet thick. A, this place is one of my like favorite places on earth. If I could just own one area of land a hundred percent this would be the place this is in ranking for like what i would want to buy this ranks above linga island <gasps> that's a whole thing whoa oh yeah we'll have to tell you guys yeah. about that but just know that that is a that's very superlative a statement from beckett yeah so, yeah that means a lot so let's <laughs> let's so, talk about locations that are Feasible to go to. Feasible to go to. <laughs> For the, your average, your average everyday, you know, American podcaster who can't break into a French citadel during the zombie apocalypse, where should they go? <laughs> um, so, a couple options. 
<laughs> or actually, what you need for a good, yeah, for a good zombie apocalypse place, because there are thousands of options, mm-hmm. right? Here's what you need. Well, actually, arguably, you don't need anything, but here's what you want. <laughs> you want a place where you can grow crops, mm-hmm. right? Food is going to be important, so you want an area where you can hunt or grow crops or produce food in some sense. Right. That's part A. Mm-hmm. B, untainted food. Yes, untainted food. B, natural fortifications of some sort, or unnatural. If, you, if you're going like out into the wilderness, you want natural fortifications. So like if you go out to the mountains, valleys, like if you just put a canyon between you and where the road is, and a zombie walks off the road and falls in the canyon, cool. Just don't go down the canyon anymore. <laughs> it's easy. Um, but, so that's, that's something you want. Fortifications. Another thing, so like in The Walking Dead, spoiler alert, they find a prison, <laughs> and they live in there, and that is also excellent, right? It's man-made fortifications, but it's the same idea. That one takes some work, though, to... Yeah. They have to clear out the prison, and yeah. so it takes some work there. And if you're going to an inhabited structure or a man-made structure, assume that it's inhabited by zombies. <laughs> and if you're proven otherwise, great. But just kind of, in general, as just a statement in general, assume zombies. <laughs> yeah. And then be lucky enough to be proven otherwise. I would really agree with that one in terms of the food. Because my main concern, especially if you're like, hunting for actual Mm -hmm. animals rather than like planting your own crops is like if there's been a zombie that was just chomping on you know a pig and then you're like ah i shot a pig great and you just break into it and eat that sucker who knows if it spreads through that i don't know but i feel like that's probably not a good (laughs) thing to be eating yeah they were also worried about the zombies eating us they never thought what if we start eating them exactly (laughs) um which also get in the zombie apocalypse, I 100% recommend to get your dumb friend or that weird criminal that you grab along the way, yeah. convince them to bite a zombie and see what it does. Because if they die, it's fine. <laughs> because it's that criminal. <laughs> but if they, <laughs> if they don't die, then we know that biting a zombie is what cures them. That That's my own tidbit that I wanted to throw in, but yeah, we all know that person. That. If you guys talk about the zombie apocalypse a lot, who's like, if the zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. happens, I'm just gonna die. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, do I have some science for you to try first? Right? <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> so I will be the just so that I'm sure everyone already listening is already aware, but I will be the one to bite the zombie no. in the apocalypse. I just need to know. To see. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> so, yeah. so that's why like arable land for crops is really what you want. Because zombies what land? arable. <laughs> okay. Is that not the word? Give me a synonym. What good soil? Good <laughs> dirt. Find you some dirt. Make sure it's good dirt. Even, like aerated. Aerated. Or aerated. Arid. No, that's that's like a desert. That's the opposite of what we. I swear this is a word. Anyways, it could be. I just viable, yeah, viable cropland. 
There we go. Farmland. That's the word. Viable farmland. And farmland. You want just some nice. You want dark soil. Yeah. You Basically. Want, um, defenses of some sort, right? Natural, man-made, whatever that may be. And then. Fresh water. Fresh water is really important. <laughs> that one's extremely. We important. live in a desert climate, so <laughs> fresh water is our key first part. It's the bane of our existence, really. <laughs> right? Because if you don't have fresh water, you're just gonna die. Challenge accepted. Or you just be like the guys in Walking Dead and happen upon a truck carrying 400 okay. gallons of water down the highway. Rick, we found some. What we find, Daryl? Man, we found a truck full of water, but it's surrounded by walkers. Alright, we know what to do. And then they just shoot. And Don't they touch it! I've got a gun! I can do it! My name's Andrea! Freaking. They make so many close-ups of my face, and I don't know why. And then they go really bang, bang with the loud yeah. noises that attract with all the, the loud noise cables. I will tell you, certainly, if I just if you stab a zombie in a head, the head with a sword, it doesn't make that much noise. It makes some noise, it doesn't make that much noise. There's a squelching. Gross. Yeah, it does not make as much noise as pop pop with the Mach okay. One breaking the speed of sound bullet. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but yeah, fresh water. Fresh yeah. water, <laughs> obviously important. Freaking Andrea. Um, Entertainment absolutely is so important. And uh, we'll get back <laughs> to, to an that extent in just it a is, sec. Um, okay. Like, yeah, we'll get back to that in a sec. Because okay. the other thing, what you want, and this is not necessary as as necessary as the other parts, but it definitely helps. If you can get a natural choke point. So if you look at a lot of European fortresses, European fortresses have these choke points. So the citadel I was discussing has the bridge, right? And the bridge coming up, it like goes off on either side and it just kind of slants like a ramp. I'm describing this and using my hands, which I know you guys can't see, so it's pointless. <laughs> I still don't understand. But, so, so there's this, okay. essentially this ramp that they have. And so when people were attacking, you could just kind of funnel everyone. funnel everyone to one spot. You could like throw something down to hit them off the ramp. But if you guys have ever watched Lord of the Rings, the Battle of Helm's Deep, right? Ooh. In that ramp going up to the door that. that they're hitting with the battering ram, and then they throw Gimli over there, and he just <laughs> cleans house, right? Like he's like, you're gonna have to toss me, and he tosses him, Don't and then tell the elf. <laughs> yeah, Gimli and Aragorn just wipe everyone right Mm -hmm. like they make that door completely viable for use again and that's because that's a natural choke point you can't go around the ramp you can't go around that little bridge there you have to use the bridge that's the only way Mm -hmm. and then you know they bust a hole in the wall or it doesn't really matter whole battering ramp situation but anyways (laughs) um that's kind of what you want so like we live in a spot with a lot of slot canyons. You can, like, slot canyons as a choke point are excellent. Because the zombie just goes in. Mm-hmm. And assuming it's walking dead zombies, they can't really go up the slot canyon. So they just kind of are in a spot where they can't really go anywhere. And then they're just easy pickings. Mm-hmm. But that's the thought of, like, if I can get the zombies funneled into one area... I don't need a whole line. I just need a guy, and then, like, when you get tired, you just tag out with the next guy, and he goes to work. And so, if you can find a spot with a choke point, as long as it has all the other qualifications that we talked about, get that. 
Right. Okay. Right. What were you going to say, Kate? Entertainment. Entertainment. <laughs> you need... Okay, here's, here's my argument. And this is somewhere where Chris Beckett and I tend to differ a lot when having zombie apocalypse discussions. I'm the person who's like, ah, yes, we need to find the cure. We need to retain our humanity. Blah, 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 blah. I'm the annoying woman that they hate on every episode of Walking Dead because I'm trying to make sure that we all don't become monsters just like the zombies. Because I think that it's... I think that an argument can be made, especially from The Walking Dead, but I'm sure there's other zombie media that portrays this. Um, And there is some that I know of, but it's like major spoilers. But there's people that become way more monstrous than any of the zombies could ever be. Mm -hmm. Because they're horrid. And it's because they don't have any reason to try to retain their humanity. They're only focused on survival. They're not focused on living. There's a big difference. And so that is why I argue entertainment is like kind of a blanket term, but like yeah. something, something that you do that is not killing zombies, finding water, only focused on surviving. You also have to live to retain your humanity and not also mm-hmm. become a, a monster. And as surprising as it is, I do actually agree with that. And I've been working on that a lot with um, my character, who I will talk about when I finish that up and look at publishing but um that's something i've been looking at a lot and i think i like the idea of it i know that it needs to be done for a group yeah i'll stop there i yeah i i agree with that um i think keeping like there's a reason when like soldiers go overseas, they play cards and they talk to each other and they have downtime because keeping morale high is essential to survival. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that entertainment aspect or something to keep your mind off of the fighting and off of Mm -hmm. the the terribleness that's going on is actually how, that's where living and surviving coexist in a concept. Because it's a necessary thing to be able to bond with people and de-stress and all that. Because if you stay just in a survival mindset the entire time, you do become an animal. And you do become like an instinctually acting person rather than a thoughtful, like insightful human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page with that one. Good. And I'm... For that one, I don't know, I'm on a weird page. I understand it's necessity. And I truly hope that the people I'm protecting can do that. But I don't see myself doing it. Well, we'll make you do it because it's yeah, essential will. for your survival. So yeah. get over and it. And that's... <laughs> I love that statement of like, it's essential for survival. There's actually this zombie game which I think this might be an episode in the future talking about like zombie board games and we can try out some. There's lots of really good zombie board games out there. One of them is called Dead of Winter and there's actually a mechanic where like, a mechanic, like a Mm. thing in how the game works where after every round of play, like you have to, you know, check all these certain things. Like, did we take out the trash? Is everyone fed? Blah, blah, blah. And if you don't meet certain specifications, the morale, the team morale goes down by one point. 
And if you get down to like a certain low point of morale, literally everyone just like everyone loses essentially. And mm-hmm. I might be like misquoting like the exact how it works and like I don't know what number. Yeah. At yeah. which point you know the morale, but I think it's like if you're in the negatives for more than like one turn or something like that, like literally yeah. you just can't win the game. Yeah. Because you you need to exist to survive. <laughs> yeah. And, and you so, need to survive to live. So. Yeah. Um, entertainment, and then something that Zach has brought up, something that Chris has brought up, somewhere that's colder, cold eventually slows down the body, right? Extreme heat kind of does, but that's more for people, I think, who are alive. It's like when it's hot, I'm like, oh, I'm that's tired. A, that's like, a living person. You might like, get some, like, bloated um, zombies, yeah. though, and no one wants Ew. to yeah. see that. When I'm hot, I'm like, I'm lethargic, I'm tired, I don't want to... When I'm cold, I'm like, I want to fix this so i'm going to stay active but that's me being alive and my brain being like hey these are what to think i think for zombies the cold will inevitably slow them down and so if you can get somewhere cold do that the issue with somewhere cold is that viable farmland right farmland so like norway is an excellent place to be in zombie apocalypse Shout out to all my Norwegians out there who most of them don't understand what I'm saying. Except they do because Norway or English is actually a really common language in Norway. Um, but if you're watching this, yeah. hit me up with some Norwegian podcast ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but, um, yeah, Norway is the place to be. Norway is the place to be. Norway has viable farmland. Farmland. I keep, I'm not even going to. I feel like I keep mispronouncing that. Um, it has natural defenses with the fjords, especially if you have a lot of time spent in Norway. Like, how you can use the fjords, it's... Mm. That's why Norway is so hard to, like... Norway wasn't really besieged a lot, because everyone was like, nah, we can't yeah, we can't deal with that. So um, if you want to survive in the zombie apocalypse, take several vacations to Norway in your yeah. lifetime. Dude, go to Norway. In general, Norway's awesome. <laughs> go to Norway. But also right. for the zombie apocalypse, Norway's the place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, water. It's all salt water there. There are some springs, but also find, try and figure out a simple way of water purification. You can boil it. Yeah, you can <laughs> boil salt water is really the best call. Yeah. Um, and so there's all of that, and then choke points, I'm not actually sure, five minutes. Yeah. Oh shoot, you're right. (laughs) Um, so, real quick, what Chris brought up, mosquitoes. (laughs) Mosquitoes suck. If a mosquito, If a mosquito bites a zombie, and then it bites you, Mm -hmm. do you die? Which is why you never, ever go to swamplands in zombie apocalypse. You go somewhere cold. But if that is the case... Mm-hmm. We're screwed. We're screwed, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> really no way around it. Like, mosquitoes are the one of the most historically... Or they are the historically most deadly animal of any animal because of malaria and because of all of these mm-hmm. different diseases that they carry. And we don't think about it because a lot of us have built natural immunities to it. But if we were not resistant to those diseases from our ancestors getting those diseases, mosquito bites would kill us all the time. And so 
there's really no way around that. They so that's still another kill World War Z. All the time, yeah, they fair. still do. <laughs> but it's that thought of like, it's the same situation as World War Z zombies for me. If mm-hmm. that is the case, well, <laughs> go somewhere cold. We all just find die. some nets. <laughs> all right, you mosquito nets. Oh, nets. Yeah, nets. Nets. That'd be smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wearing like a beekeeper suit at all times. <laughs> <laughs> um, zombies won't so yeah. go after that. Those are my preliminary thoughts on the zombie apocalypse. Well, um, there we go. This will probably be a subject again. Oh, I'm it sure. Will. We've come up with like four other episode title ideas for other zombie apocalypse. So yeah, discussions. Yeah. You'll hear about zombies again. And we have some guest stars who have some thoughts as well. Oh, yes. Many. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any closing thoughts from anyone? Um, Lori sucks. Lori sucks. Lori You'll hear sucks. about Probably that. more than mosquitoes. Um, that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, in, well, um, yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Walking Dead. We'll probably have an episode just about The Walking Dead. Maybe. I think yeah. that... I think that's a discussion that, that will happen. need to happen. Yeah. We'll put a spoiler warning in yeah, there. Yeah, there's so much to, to talk about with this topic that I don't I don't see us not having more zombie episodes. Yes. There's well, absolutely more to talk about. Um, and Chris and I have a lot more opinions than we got into today yeah, as well. And so. we can, yeah, yeah, there's plenty of time to talk about more. Mm-hmm. Before we go... I'll end the episode by explaining what I started the episode with. Um, Your zombie apocalypse song? Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, what the crap? One of my songs for the zombie apocalypse is the first part of the chorus of I'm Still Standing by Elton John, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still standing better than I ever did, looking like a true survivor, feeling like a little kid. And that's part of that is looking like a true survivor, right? Because... Zombie apocalypse survivors have that certain look to them. Feeling like a little kid. It's a mindless, emotionless horde. And when you put a sword in my hand, it's like a kid on Christmas. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Alright. And that's time. Yeah. All right. yep. That's my alarm to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go to his real job. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, zombie apocalypse planning is not my real job. So unfortunate. What a shame. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, next week, we're going to have another very fun episode. It's not going to be about the zombie apocalypse, but we have it planned. I'm, I think we're all going to present some interesting things to you guys. Yes. Yeah, it'll be good. We don't want to spoil it, but stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. This episode of the B Team Ramblings. Yeah. Have this, a wonderful week. This episode week. was brought to you by uh, us. Yes. We're not sponsored. We're not. Although we'd love to be. <laughs> At some point. Someday. Yeah. Hmm. Well, All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Peace out.